dudes can. I'm done. <laughs> I wanted to get you saying pooping. 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 I've, I've had those those stops where it's like, okay, I know I could go now, or I could wait 34 minutes or so before I get to the. And I just pull open the door and go on the side of the road because I'm an animal. The worst just hanging drive. Out, just hanging out while you're driving. <laughs> the worst drive is the patient loaded drive from Beaufort to downtown Charleston. Like an hour yes. and a half. And if you didn't pee beforehand, you are going to be nearly dying by the time you get there. Yeah, you can't really stop an ambulance with a patient in the back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can. You can. <laughs> you can. And I probably would, to be honest with you. But, you know, it's. It's not very professional. <laughs> yeah, I was cutting not... it close with gas last night, and my last ride, I was like, I was gonna turn it off in Mount Pleasant, but I was like, eh, I'll, I'll see if if I drop these people off and they don't add another ride, then I'm done. And like right before they got out, it was like, oh, a new lift ride added to queue. So cool. And I picked the people up and they're going to John's Island. I'm like, oh crap. Mm. Um, oh no. Like, I, I don't know. It's like, we're going to make it. And I made it with fumes to the gas station. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, I don't want to get gas on their dime, you know? Right. right. And they just add rides back to back. So it's like, oh, fuck. You know, usually I fill up before, but I drove. That means I drove like 250 miles yesterday. Jesus. Yeah. Gonna need an oil change soon. <laughs> yeah. I'm about 1,500 miles away from one. So, uh, uh, Jeff. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm not Jeff. <laughs> Mahogany. What? Franks. Yep. And Terrence. I'm still not Jeff. Nope. I'm still the best. Me, <laughs> Toker. This guy. Green shirt. Mahogany hates it. I love it. <laughs> Well, this is an audio podcast, so it's one of those things. Like I've never been, I've never like watched those things and thought it made sense when the like the couples are like, oh yeah, I've been trying to get rid of that shirt. I've been trying to get rid of that that article of clothing. But that's <laughs> the one that if I ever get the opportunity, I'm shredding it. Oh man! Or maybe I'll just like make it into a quilt or something, and then you just. <laughs> So you'll still have it. Yeah, but I'll it's wear face- it more then. It's <laughs> facing the interior, like on the bottom. Uh huh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, it can't be on the bottom because then it'll just turn it over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then all the little little pom poms you saw on the top side will be. Like, well, Karen, it'll only bother me. if if you're a pom pom quiltist, I don't know. Sometimes I see people that do like weird shit on their quilts. Is that a I, real job? No, no, like handmade quilts. They do like put little bows in the fastening areas. I don't. It's uh, very strange. Pom pom seamstress. I or just button. I've seen new buttons. Like nice so hard sexy. plastic buttons. Remember those old seventies couches where the bottom were just all those pom poms? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I, I've always been fascinated by the lace darners the uh that as a, a job they just make lace by hand mm. how that sounds tedious yeah italy sounds like you're 3d printing cloth mm. <laughs> 
Jeff's ketchup chips. <laughs> Jeff's muted by eating like it. kettle chips, so we know what it sounds like on the other <laughs> side of that, that screen. <laughs> I swear he leaned into the microphone to test if it was muted too. That's that's how you test if something's muted by eating a kettle cooked potato chip. That's one of the things we miss by not gaming in person is all the the sounds of our terrible eating habits. <laughs> Mm. Well, are they yeah, ketchup that. flavored? No, that's barbecue flavored. That's mesquite oh, okay. barbecue. And then mesquite monster. Oh, of course. Wow. <laughs> what are you doing to yourself, Jeff? Dying. Dying. <laughs> this is the only way I stay alive during the week. <laughs> barbecue and chips and monster energy drinks. How many patients are you on? His nutritionist said it's a must. That's just how it works. <laughs> Normally, for the normal sized person, we would say this no. But for you, Jeff, it does, it, it does say zero sugars. Yes, we need to increase your blood pressure so that it circulates throughout your entire body. <laughs> no, on a normal diet, you're too large for your blood to actually reach your toes. It needs pressure. Your heart doesn't have enough energy to pump blood that far. You have to drink a monster energy drink every day or you'll die. Just to get the blood all the way to your toes while it's, it's still oxygenated. My, it's nitrous for my heart. Yeah. It was either it was either um doing monster drinks for work so my energy stays up super high or big ashwagandha so I might which is the uh, one I take for uh calming oh. my nerves. <laughs> So it's like between the two of them, it's like ashwagandha to calm myself and then the energy drinks to go, woohoo, I can take anything on. I'm familiar Most with just, what ashwagandha is. It's, I thought it was a type of weed for a moment. <laughs> yeah, I thought you said ashwagandha. Ashwagandha, is that what you said? <laughs> ashwagandha is an herbal, herbal supplement that is supposed to help you with your stress. You can find okay. a link on our Patreon page. Uh, we have a, we have a, what do you call it? Product code. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah. Uh, Ashley Guanda. Uh, scan, 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 scan QR code is on the screen. Yes, on the screen. Oh, oh sorry. I'm sorry. It's already off to describe it. Uh, black box, white box, white box, black box, black box, white box, white box, white box, white box, line two, white box, black box. <laughs> Just zoom in real close on Zarius's eye in the on the pin the, the <laughs> thumbnail <laughs> pinwheel. That's not the word I'm looking that for. Not. No, that's not you even know, close. I've said it a few times that this show should be visual, and just watching Jeff eat those chips one at a time, like a like just a dapper Dan, <laughs> delicate like just who does one chip at a time? I get like enough. I have to cramp my, my cut them the size of my mouth. If they're not getting cut, I'm not putting enough chips in there. I was about to say, well, they're kettle That's how cooked. I feel about popcorn. Yeah. Oh, popcorn's supposed to be eaten by the, the oat bag. Actually, I was thinking the imagery that was coming to mind was um, SeaWorld, where the um, trainer bends over and puts the fish out there and then the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the whale comes up and eats the fish. <laughs> Oh. That oh was how I'm going to 
the potato chips. Not enough captivity in, in that visuality. I want to go back a second. Frank's mentioned eating popcorn by the oak bag, oat bag. The oat that is bag, not yeah. an exaggeration for him. I've gone to the movies with him, and he's gotten the largest bucket they can get, and he's gone back for a refill before the movie starts. <laughs> and then it's a like, refill uh, in the middle of the movie, and then, you know, if he's feeling frisky, he'll get the refill on the way out the door. <laughs> if I if I'm driving from Charleston, yeah, that's an hour drive that I can just be shoveling popcorn in my face. Your poops must be horrendous. Yeah, that's what <laughs> yeah. I was thinking. You're I was just, like, "What's there like?" You're eating after, popcorn and shitting out the whole cob <laughs> after after the gallbladder surgery. That changed. Ew. Once my gallbladder got out, it was. Uh, I went to go see the Green Knight. Uh, okay. Sir, Sir Gawain and the Green Knight, and I had I ate about half a bucket of popcorn <laughs> by, the, by the time the movie was halfway through, and I missed a good ten minute chunk of the movie because it was an emergency oh, no. evacuation scenario. Oh, the theater—that's the worst. Yep. Well, the was good that? news is, is that when the theater, when the movie's playing, the bathroom's pretty vacant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was nobody <laughs> in there. Thank God. They would have thought I something was wrong, and it was. It was. <laughs> they would have known. It's, it's, a theater, it's a theater bathroom. I always assume there's something wrong. Yeah, I've they never been that, in one where there's not something going wrong in the theater. I assume bathroom. they find at least one dead body a night at a theater bathroom. <laughs> that was a horrifying story. Thank you, Frank. You're welcome. Yeah, my, my popcorn it, consumption has definitely fallen off. Yeah, when you said chunk, that you uh, a great chunk of your time of the movie, oh, I think it was, there's a segue into the bathroom scenario mm-hmm. of a chunk. <laughs> it was chunk both figuratively and literally happened. Oh, no, you know, it was, it was now more you guys of, are making it gross. Yeah, it was, it was more of like the time just flowed through my fingers. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, Ah, ah. Unnecessary. Sometimes when I shit, it's like somebody just took a bucket and turned it upside down. <laughs> well, enough shit talking. Let's play some bad guys. Wait a minute. Let's uh, let's describe a few more for Mahogany's no, sake. <laughs> I'm leaving. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. And I wouldn't blame her. You guys are nuts. Well, <laughs> speaking of, but I let it go. Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, no, you're not, not yet. Oh, god. Okay, so we were doing a game, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, are our items still turned off, or have we had a chance to get those? It's been six months what? in game yet. No, it's been exactly 10 seconds since we last played. I don't really know what you're talking about. I'm just going to turn these on for the sake of brevity. Yuck. What? We move 40 feet. <laughs> okay. Let's stop reimagining the bathroom scenarios. No, no, that was a Kevin. That was a Kevin uh, yeah. remembrance. 
Okay. Hit me within four. <laughs> I almost died on stream the other night. <laughs> we just laughed at him. We just laughed at him as he yeah. almost died. Because we're friends. You Does know, Ke Kevin have a, a a minor stroke or something? Yeah. Props, props to him though. He was he wanted to say he was trying to move forty feet, and he couldn't breathe. But he still got it out. <laughs> oh yeah, when he was having that horrible coughing fit or whatever it was. <laughs> you, can't, you can't imagine Kevin not finishing a thought that he started to say. <laughs> Once words start falling out of his face, you it's can't like that hold that back. You turn upside down. Them. Exactly. <laughs> like a. I take exception to that. I don't believe Kevin has thoughts personally. I believe he's just an echo. Like this. He's like one end of a canyon where a bunch of assholes are yelling. At the other end, it's some sort of, I don't know, acoustic trick. Voice funnel? <laughs> yeah, see. <laughs> the back of Kevin's throat is like an interdimensional doorway where a bunch of assholes are yelling down an alley and the noise comes out of Kevin. I agree with mahogany, rude, but also <laughs> shit's on point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Enough, enough beating uh, up on Kevin when he's not Thanks here. for listening, Kevin. Be mad about it. <laughs> we know you're there. Does he? Does he listen yeah, to the show? Why, I think why so. Would he? Yeah, because this is a good show. I don't know. I disagree. It's got the best role players on the network playing in this game. The network? <laughs> you mean <laughs> the two other guys that aren't here? <laughs> Three. Three. Oh, I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting noobs in person. <laughs> so rude. <laughs> In my head, I have him. I have him classified as a Muppet. Uh, I don't think he would be mad about that. Yeah, I think he likes Muppets. Mm -hmm. Who doesn't? It's how I endure him. I'm like, oh, you're just one of those really zany ones, <laughs> like Sweetums, <The> French Chef. <laughs> Swedish. Swedish. Yeah. Swedish. Yeah. Swedish. <laughs> 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 French chef, the Muppet. Nobody likes it. Crème brûlée. Le bock, le bock, le bock. The closest thing to the French chef would be Ratatouille. Mm. Mm. That was a dumb movie. I thought you were about to say that. that was a dumb well, man. Huge, I mean, huge slam I, on a Pixar out of nowhere. I mean, it was like, it's just the whole, like, like it would have, the, the movie itself, like it was well done and pretty and blah, 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 but it was just stupid. Like this rat controls this man by grabbing his hair. Oh, you, ever had a rat, you ever had a rat get in your hair and, <laughs> and tell you how to cut in julienne onions? It is, that was on point. That my is exactly theory, how that shit goes. Here's my theory. That, guy, that guy's that guy's fontanelle never closed, and the rat was stepping on his brain through his scalp. Mm. That is what was going on. It had nothing to do with the hair. That was just searing. <laughs> it's a little too dark for Disney. They're like, yeah, we can't have a hole in the guy's head. So uh, no, it's not a hole. It's just a skull never closed from being a baby. <laughs> yeah, it's just got a soft Still got spot. The giant soft spot. <laughs> like a broken trampoline. <laughs> yeah, it's just a rat nestled in a little little divot on, in his hair, and just you know, just uses his feet like a pedal and the now hair that, like handles. That is a pretty solid uh, monster. <laughs> you know, for a, a homebrew monster, you've got a, an, a, a creature that just 
nestles in on top of a, a brain. It's the brain slug from two brain days. Mold? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was thinking I was getting man after man vibes from it too, actually. <laughs> As I was saying, I'm like, was the brain that. slug like because I know there's hypnotoad, but was mm-hmm. there was the brain slug also a hypnotic thing or was it just a it's just a mind controlling blob alien? <laughs> yeah, just little sat thing on your head. To death. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this cool hat I got. It's just a brain slug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was I saying? <laughs> you were talking about some 1950s black and white horror movie, I think. Man on man. I bet the freak chef has seen it. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking more along the lines of you're about to say previous 10 seconds ago we were playing oh yes 10 seconds ago you were standing in the tower in emerald hill of one pod demomar five seconds ago your the world blurred before you and two seconds ago you heard pod go well have fun and disappear here now you are on in the coal hills overlooking the small town uh, <clears throat> of shit forgot it <laughs> Lost it. <laughs> I was so close. Pennsylvania. No, no, it's uh, a <laughs> Lamp Black, Lamp Black Township. That's right. I remember that because I was thinking Lamp Black. That's weird. With the change my look, where that uh, halfling bastard has disappeared to. So, what are you guys um doing? Uh, Jeb is going to don his hat of disguise again so that he does not look like a winged enemy of all humans, the Strix, <laughs> and um, actually look like a a short human. Yeah, I thought we all had our disguises on. I was Tiffany again. Tiffany! Actually, you don't want to even be Tiffany. Yeah, he saw that disguise. Hmm? We're after the halfling who knows us as those disguises. Oh, so, oh, so okay. I'm no longer Jefferson yes. Smithsonian. I'm now Nixon Rotterdam. Me, <laughs> <sighs> uh, I'm gonna follow the the crew wherever they go, keeping myself very quiet um, and kind of nondescript. And I'll be back in thirty seconds. Okay. Eating all that popcorn again. Ah, oh, Jesus. Uh, this halfling knows me, and yes. uh, I am not good at disguises. Now, I could hide all day long, but to appear as someone else, uh, no. I thought that we had, yeah, um, you can borrow my hat of disguise. Never mind, never, never, no, you can't. I was like, because I can do the sky self at will, but I realized that's because of the hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what my new what my new thing is. Then. What about you, Jeff? While she's thinking. Well, I'm just I'm changing the way I look. I look like a drab normal human. Oh, okay, normal Depressed. human. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> like I, I don't like why am i here god like, this sucks like a sad sack a person that's just like you know has a job and it's probably an okay job but it's not you know it's not making them rich i'll look like freaks <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Why would you want to do that to yourself? That's my main question. He likes mustaches. Because, because that's what I'm trying to get across to these people. I am to depressed. They won't they'll leave me alone. <laughs> God damn, that hurts because of the accuracy. Well, you know, I mean. <laughs> People, people's eyes skitter away from me as if I have some sort of magical spell. Look like what it you did, Jeff. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's got a stash against your face. <laughs> <laughs> have you thought maybe um, they're, they're tired of looking at eye level with your nipples? It's a little weird, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm talking like if I make eye contact with somebody, they immediately avert their gaze. Everybody that, does that. That's natural. <laughs> Nobody wants to look people in the eyes. You might yeah. see something that you don't like, mm. like yourself. So I go looking over <laughs> to our companion over there. So, Mr. Assassin, you're a professional at this. What should we be doing? Not referring interrogate to interrogate the assassin. locals to find out who we, where this guy is. <laughs> interrogate the locals. Uh, let's see. Uh, give me a give me a knowledge local check, Mr. Assassin. Okay, Mr. Mr. Uh, Cybot. Well, he's doing the math on that mahogany. I have an idea for a name for the lady outside, Heather. W H Y. Have you never seen the movie Heather's? No. Oh, they are the lady outside epitomized in 1980s <laughs> culture. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I don't want to co-sign on it because I haven't seen the movie, but I will. They're heinous bitches. Well. <laughs> <laughs> There's also a musical. Again, I don't know it. Well, it only it took say? me about half a second to add ten and eleven, so <laughs> twenty-one on that what? knowledge local. Uh, I I gave you guys the wrong location. This place is called the the Slag Hills, not the Coal Hills. But the coal is basically what this place is known for. It you know that this place has a lot of rich coal mines. You've ruined my immersion. I can't play anymore tonight. You're right. I, 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 I'm going to go flog myself and pray to Jesus that he gives me better game mastering chops. He won't. It's the devil's game. You got to pray uh, to the other side. Okay. Uh, dear Satan, please give me better players so that I might be inspired to be a better game master. I feel like um name not not yet decided but the lady is very vain and so she's going to her her disguise is going to be she looks exactly like herself except for with red hair and a foot shorter all right there you have it so maybe he won't look well is this guy's a halfling a foot taller We'll say so. Maybe he doesn't see her face and notice it. Wasn't that Tiffany's disguise too? Exactly the same, except blonde hair. No, except for black hair. Oh, that's dark, right. You know, brown hair. And so the lady outside's disguise is just changing the filter. Yeah. Yeah. Just changing her hair color, and it'll make myself taller. So maybe he doesn't see my face as clearly. Altering the saturation. Yeah, just grabbing the color, the 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 temp on the color wheel, and there you go. Yeah. All right. Exactly. Um. Because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna cast ears of the city. I can do seven rounds, which every seven rounds acts as if it was one d four hours of talking to people. Okay. Um, using the information gathering. So All I right. can use my perception check to do this. 
Jeff, Jeff. Seven separate, seven separate checks. Okay. Jeff casting spells and circumventing roleplay. Now we're in Jeff territory. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> I cast Glibness and say some shit. Yep. <laughs> Move it along. Any, anytime I can use a spell to replace actual roleplaying, I will do so. <laughs> One of the best hey. role players in the business right there. <laughs> the business. <laughs> Make no mistake, there, this has become a business. I wish there was a way to score it, like, you know, like tournament style. That way we'd know. We'd have a metric. Okay. Uh, so roll number one, a 20. Competitive storytelling. <sighs> so uh, you're going to make you're gonna make me seven. You're going to make me do seven fucking rumor rolls. Well, I mean, <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm hoping for is I get something really high and then you can go, oh, never mind. This is here you go. Yeah, we'll just roll all seven of them and then pick the highest. No, Boom. no, no, no. I'm a, I'm a professional. I can do this. What was the first one? If you're a professional, you do what I just suggested. <laughs> Without all the Work complaining. smarter, not yeah. harder. Actually, uh, no, no. All... I'm working both harder and smarter. Let, I let's don't be know honest how that here. works. I'm going to sift through all these rumors quickly and only get the ones that actually pertains to what I really care about. <laughs> Because what was your highest role then out of these seven? Since Toker insists that I do it his way. Oh, heaven okay. forbid we actually roll a dice later tonight, the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> so my highest roll was a 19 with a perception of 18. That equals 30. Okay, all right. I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine, fine. It really wasn't <laughs> that hard. And I got two of those. Uh, you hear that there is a. Uh, a stranger staying at the Firebrand Tavern, um, a halfling with a lot of money to throw around. He has been offering to buy out certain estates around town or certain uh, certain buildings around town, but nobody really knows why. Like, these are not exactly... This isn't pr uh, prestigious territory, and there's no real obvious reason why he's wanting these particular sites but he's pretty insistent and he's offering a large chunk of gold for him he's calling himself Petrovis Kilcarry hmm. I pass all the information on and I want to do a check to see if I realize what this territory might have to do with the um my former ancestor dragon because I'm having a feeling he's using information that he had from um my ancestor that might have some very important reasons for having these areas. All right. Give me a knowledge. Uh, let's see. You have knowledge geography? Well, I do, but I'm going to uh, also talk to anybody else that's got knowledge geography also. Okay. I've got it. I have it. Okay. My theory is that that was where he stashed the dragon mate's horde 200 years ago. 200? Yeah. I got 21. 21. All right. I assist. I got a 30. Okay. I assist whoever got better, <laughs> which would be Cybot. Right. Um, Cybot, you know, uh, and given what they have told you, uh, Zarius and now Jeb, about what they, what they have gleaned in their modern day travels around the area, you know, this was indeed the the stalking grounds of a dragon but not a black dragon it was uh 
it was a sea. Yeah, it was a copper dragon that used to um, claim this territory, though they died a long while back. Um, their horde was cleaned out, as far as you know, because your master uh, is the one that killed them. But this was before you were uh, brought on. Mm. So you're guessing the halfling might ha be looking for this, this particular dragon's horde as well, or at least have used it in the past for something. Yeah, maybe, uh, <clears throat> maybe that's where he stored what he skimmed. You know, if the if a copper dragon can hide his hoard somewhere, because they hide them still, even though they are the metallic kind, and those are supposed to be the good guys, right? They still hide their gold. They're still greedy fucks like anybody else that's got scales and wings and a tail, <laughs> right? Uh, racist. Have you met me? <laughs> uh, I hate say, that's kind of racist. Speciesist. Yes. Yeah, Jeb Akelshank hates other races, including his own. Like, Remember, he hated goblins. Oh, Basically, like he just hates everybody. But oh, he lumps okay. them all into different groups to, to play to the stereotypes that he believes they have. Ah, uh, so that's not racism, that's... Uh... Bigotry. <laughs> Ignorant bigotry. <laughs> Evil! <laughs> Sure. Um, I'm not racist. I am a dragon friend. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, that is that is what basically you, you, you're thinking is going on here. He's looking for where that old horde used to be, where he may have hidden something, or who knows, maybe he knows something about it that you just didn't know. Mm. With that 21 knowledge local that I made a while back, do I know the name of... The, not the name, but the whereabouts of this establishment that he might be staying at? Uh, this town wasn't really uh, here 200 awesome. years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I picked um, up a brochure before we traveled here. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I don't have not. knowledge local if I don't know it you know, you know that this place, uh, as you recall, was a dwarven outpost that was pretty small and insular way back when. Like, you you remember traveling this area and seeing um, a stone fortress set into the hills. I could tell him what I knew with my seventeen. But you can't you can't seem to locate it now. Things have changed a lot in the last two hundred years in this area. So, what are you doing? Let's see if we can find the tavern or what is our game plan? How do we want to do this? Because obviously if we just show up, the halfling's going to get kind of suspicious of any, probably of any newcomers or outsiders that show up in town. So uh, unless we say something about an offer that we might have, he's buying up things, you know, maybe we could pose as uh, landowners, want to invest in whatever business he's uh, procuring. Wait, no, we look like fucking... Farm folk. <laughs> You're uh, on a hill outside of town. No one's seen you. I'm right. thinking more so. Let's just get in, kill the son of a gun, and get the hell out. Oh, that's, that's what we're I'll... here for. We're just we're just here to kill. Yes. <clears throat> oh, done. All right, let's do that. I'm all about that murder life. I mean, what? we got we have a professional assassin here. Oh, what time of day? I, I... No. <laughs> wouldn't say Go professional. Ahead. Go ahead, Toker. What time of day is it? Uh, let's see. In time you get there, you got you guys left in the morning. 
You spent a little time with Delmark. It's still morning. Uh, and from his gather thing, this this he's been uh, up late and uh, partying it up. Uh, he's definitely uh, been out and about in the town. So we beeline we, we it into town and go to that thing and see if his if he's got a room and then just go to the room and kill him. Let's not overthink it. Right. So uh, I'm gonna go do that. I, I like oh. this this methodology you got there, Cybi. You uh, you got your priorities in order. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you hoof it down the the hill down the hills toward Lamp Black Township. Lamp Black Township is made of mostly. I mean, the buildings in particular here made of mostly um, just dark stone rocks. All the buildings are uniformly colored there, and they're not taking great pains to, to dress things up here. The The roofs are uh, slate and kind of kind of high-roofed here, like you're guessing that they probably get a good bit of snow here in the hills. And there is um, an unmistakable smell in the air that you can you can tell that the there this place is a coal mining town it's just got that that uh that fresh that cracked smell that coal dust uh smell everywhere like you can see that there's even a lot of it in the streets from the mine like you <laughs> where the miners are hauling carts and coming home from work like everything has a little bit of grime the tavern is easy to spot as it is the only splash of color here in town uh the firebrand tower uh, tavern is in a now that you can see it up close it is it is in a dwarven um like keep but it is in a dwarven keep that has sunk into the ground or rather you're guessing now that you can see it up close this place must have been uh subject to um some really bad mudslides us over a, a century or so ago and when the town got here, they just sort of built on top of the now hard-packed mud and continued digging down for more coal, which left the um, the keep that was here before just jutting up out of halfway up out of the mud where they just dug it out and turned it into a tavern slash inn. The Firebrand's um, two front towers, which are from street level, only about 11 feet high, have uh, brazers with continual flame uh, burning at the top, you can tell because it's just, just not giving. They're only giving off light, not even a lot, of, not even smoke. And a new door has, you can tell, been knocked into the wall and uh, built, <laughs> built there in its place. So but, we're we're literally here just to murder him. No information required. We're not looking for anything from him. We're just getting revenge. Revenge, right this second. But um, if we can get anything else from like where he's hit the treasure kind of stuff like that. But I'm my goal here is to kill the son of the gun first before he has a chance to disappear and slither away. We can always treasure ain't going to disappear. You know, it's not going to fade away or anything like that. I'd really kill the son of the gun and then we can try to figure out where he's hidden stuff at. You know, he might have something on him that leads us to the stuff, but my priority is kill the guy as fast as possible. Be done with that part and then proceed forward. Now, something else, Terrence, you said that everywhere is dusty and kind of has a coal sheen to it. Yeah, just a lot um, of coal dust and like 
I mean, it's all flammable. Well, I mean, the dust might be flammable, but like I said, all the buildings are made of stone. Scorched earth, motherfucker. Let's do this. (laughs) But everybody, everybody around town should have like a dusty grind to them. Yeah, they're coming home from work. Yeah. I will reflect that in my disguise also because that will stand that will stand out if we don't look the same as everybody else around here. All right. And we'll mention that to the rest of the party. Dirty up, you rubes. All right. I'll wipe my hand along a wall of one of the buildings and just slap it across my face. All right. I'll do it magically. I'm not actually getting dirty. I'm a minus one to disguise checks, so I don't bother. Okay. (laughs) Well, you're a rugged looking guy for an elf anyway, aren't you? Yeah. I mean, right. the the halfling will know me if he sees me, but yes, and nobody definitely. else will know me because I've been gone for two hundred years. <laughs> but so has he. All right. So, uh, yeah, like I said, you're in front of the tower. You going in? Yep. Or the uh, ta- tower tavern. All right, you go in. Um, the tavern opens up onto a staircase going down, where you can hear the business of taverness going on. You can see that there is. The, stair, the stairway reaches a landing halfway till you get to the tavern floor itself, and there's another staircase doubling back up to a floor um, that is probably at street level. But should we just go straight to the rooms and check out the rooms before we start asking questions down below? I mean, you're going to kick in the door, cause a scene, maybe give you a heads up. Pick all the locks, and we can do it stealthily. We can listen at the doors to see if we hear people in there, and if it's not his voice, we move on to the next one. I mean, just recon first without drawing attention to ourselves at all. Of course, I'm not a professional assassin, so I don't really know. I normally do just kick in doors and fly through windows. My plan was to go to the owner of the establishment, demand to get information on what room this dude's staying in, and then go to that room and kill him. That uh, seems more uh, to the point. All right. I'll follow you. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, going past the the stairway way going to the uh, end rooms, you go down to the tavern floor where you see it's pretty busy, busy for a morning uh, shift. People are there getting breakfast. Some people are there getting um, a late supper. You can you can tell the people who just got off working at the in the mine to the people who are just about to go on they share they share a few jokes some of them yawn groggily uh, on both ends and they're doing um, a brisk trade in food and drink already the uh, the most of the crowd here are gnomes halflings and dwarves and so you guys stand out no matter what you're disguised as unless you are disguised as one of those three uh, three races the t- uh, the barkeep, who, who is busy, busily smiling at uh, some dwarven woman, he is also a dwarf, um, is distracted by your entrance, and he gives you the nod um, as you come in, just a sort of a friendly gesture, and I see you as you as you go down to the tavern floor. When you get over there to him, since you're, uh, he would be probably the most obvious person, which, mm-hmm. since, you're, since you're looking for someone, obviously in charge around here. Well, quick check to make sure that the halfling's not in the actual room. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, you scan around and you don't see him um, necessarily. Like, you just 
You just see mostly just miners and people you don't recognize. Anyone got any particularly powerful magical auras coming off of them? Uh, no, not really. Um, a few of them do have a few magical trinkets on them, but nothing terribly powerful. You see the the, the barkeep has a sword on um, a placard up behind him uh, on the sh- near the shelves. And that's giving off probably the most powerful aura in the room, but even that is not super powerful. Mm-hmm. He, um, <laughs> he says, what can I do for you folks? Looking for a halfling that would be new in town, and I give him a description, but he might not match that description. What's the name that he's been going by that you picked up, Jeff? Uh, it was Petrovis Kilcarry. Yeah. And Petrovis he says that also, I mentioned the end that I heard that he's interested in buying some property. We we're interested in selling him some. Oh, Mr. Kilcarry definitely is looking to buy things. Um, he's had a few takers too. Some people are more than happy to take his money and run. Uh, I ain't saying the mines are run out of coal, but maybe coal mining isn't necessarily the glamorous life some people uh, would like to believe it is. <laughs> but uh, I can take a note for you if you like. Um, leave a message for him. He's not here now. Where is he? Uh, one of his prospective uh, property owners was giving him a tour of a place he wanted to purchase, just on the edge of town. And I, I slide over five gold. Oh, <laughs> he, he looks at the gold I'm and uh, I go and I look at him and wink and go, "Business competition, you know how it is." Ah, well, if you're looking to maybe outbid the fellow, you might be able to catch him before the papers sign. He uh, gives you brief uh, street by street directions on how to get there. He says, "It's just, um, it's just a place that's. I guess it was probably an old farm at some point, but this was way before the slide. So, it's mostly just a bunch of uh, roofs jutting up out of the ground. But if he wants it, he wants it. Well, hey, that information and go. Yes. I'll have a good day now. You too." You too, buddy. Thank you for your help. Yeah. Uh, you, as you step outside into the daylight, you can smell, of course, the the fresh, the fresh cool air of the mountain, um, undercut, but of course the cold. And you look around, and you can actually see from the way this the the, the terrain is that when you look down the high street, you can see almost to the end because it's all way all a downward slope. And you can actually see the field beyond where the guy mentioned, but over roof, various rooftops, <laughs> just given the way the valley here is um, oddly divided and filled in. Realizing that my now 6'4 status is a bit tall for this area, <laughs> I'm gonna go back to a foot shorter okay. than I normally am. <laughs> Once we're out of sight of folks. All right. Uh, a couple of halflings that, that were uh, kind of drunk stumble out, and one of them looks at like looks up at you and says, Nah, I swear, lady, you, you got to be the tallest lady I've ever seen. But no way. Man, how many did I have? I, I, I got to go. And then he runs off the vomit in an alley. Now, <laughs> morning drinkers are the worst, says a local passer- passerby. And you guys head that way, I'm guessing? Yeah, brunch skunks are a nightmare, aren't they? Hmm. 
<laughs> yeah, move that way. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, so when you move down the street, you follow the guy's directions. Like you're guessing, it would have probably been a little bit more confusing. It would have gotten there a little less soon as you do had you just tried to navigate your way through the various haphazardly constructed streets here in the, in the uh, town yourselves. And when you get to the area, you can see indeed what I, uh, the man basically described to you, a kind of a overgrown field with a few rocky outcroppings jutting up out of the mud. And you, you can see the remnants of buildings uh, sticking up out of the ground itself. Probably the place where the crossbars and things and um, framing for the roofs were way back when. You also see a pair of figures uh, standing under a tree. Um, one of them is tall, uh, or than the other one at about four and a half feet. The other one is about three, two. You are about 150 feet away from them. Both of them? Yeah. Or just the one? I'm asking the party. I immediately stop. And is there anywhere close that we can hide at real quick? Like um, a building or something we can duck behind or something? There are, like I said, the, the ruinous buildings here are not, um, not collapsed. They are under the the old rock, old mudslides, so you could probably dip into them. They're only partially filled in, so. <laughs> well, I'm just yeah. looking for something that we can, and I, I look over to the rest of the group and I go, I would suggest um, maybe our stealthier companions take care of this. I'll, I'll step back and, and uh, I'll pay, I'll, I'll keep an eye out. And I will warn them if I see anything or hear anything different. All right. Yeah, I could just, if you want, I can fly up all sneaky like and do a dive bomb on him. I mean, I'm sneaky too, so. Um, yeah, I'm just looking at the professionals there. Yeah, I can circle above until you make your move, and then we both shoot. We come at him from two sides. And it's it's the halfling we're looking for, and who else? Uh, just another figure, uh, probably a dwarf. Mm. Who was trying? Probably he was trying. Was to, showing them around. Yeah, the dwarf owns the land, and was selling him in this particular plot. And what was the halfling's original name? I forgot to write it down. That's why oh. I gave him this uh, this not uh, this alias. <laughs> I knew him for a long time. We're close. It's a name I could never forget. Good old. Good old. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna sprinkle some uh, some shit on my staff to make it do more damage, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna sneak over there and and stab the shit out of him after I make my move. If you want to dive bomb, have at it. But that's that's what I'm doing. Is this what I do? All right, I will fly up and wait for Cybot to make his move, and we'll. Okay, now come, let me let me let me up. before you do this. Let me go ahead and tell you like what apparently I'm like. The, the plot is a large grassy area with like very few in the way of trees. Like the, the, there is a, the reason I mentioned that they are under a tree because it is the tree on the plot. They are standing under a tree. Oh no, I plan to drink a potion of invisibility. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. And I'll... Are there like, that's, that's, there's no one else around? Now that you can see, you know. Would it be possible to fly high enough to look like a bird and and still notice things, or would I need to just? Um, I don't think I've got any potions of invisibility on me. I don't know what a flying person would look like. Like what the height you would have to be to be look like a bird. It's a bird. <laughs> it's a plane. It's Jeb. 
vanish left. Mm-mm. I was thinking about getting some um, snap leaves when we have an opportunity. What at? Okay, wait a second. So how far away are they? I can cast uh, vanish on you for five rounds. About 150 you, feet. Perfect. You just cast vanish on me. I'll fly up and we'll do this. Let's do this. Let's go. I was going to say I could put them in a pit. Or that. <laughs> if we can get close enough to them. I mean, I've got good. 190 feet away from them that I can put them in a pit. And that way they'll be uh, less likely to run away. Also less likely to see fly guy coming, but they will be alerted that something's up. If they fail the reflex. Hmm. Indeed. I, I kind of. How about this? How about the two invisibles? We, uh, I get, I get vanish. You go invisible. And if we don't kill them in one hit, you pit them. Yeah, pit's a nice backup. Alrighty then. Hooked on phonics works for me. All right. Let's kick ass, sea bass. Okay. Um, go ahead and give me your stealth checks. Let's see. If you move, normally it's only a... Wait. Uh, got it right here in front of me. What am I doing? Uh, so plus 20 because I'm moving. Yeah. Uh, with my stealth of plus 18. So plus 38. All I'm right. Invisible. Plus so yeah. 38. No, no, that's... that's uh, a oh, third, plus 38. Yeah, so I'm at a 45. Oh, and this is not dim light or darkness. This is morning, right? Mm-hmm. 40. 35 okay. plus 15. Okay. So now that's, 50. that's 50. There we go. That number. <laughs> Excuse me. All right. You yes. take to the air. Uh, Cybot, you begin moving your way quickly through the um, the grass. Uh, Jeb, for you to... Are you going to wait for Jeb to, like, get down toward his strike before you strike or are you just going to go for it and break your invis before he gets there? I'll, I'll go first. No, no. He was going to, I was going to strike and then he was going to dive bomb. Okay. Perfect. All right. Um, you sneak over there. Let's see. Let me do my chance to spot. I still have a, I still have a 5% chance no matter what you assholes do. <laughs> <laughs> Only because we house rolled that. Hmm? Oh, yeah. All right. I mean, if he's got a 30 perception, he might be able to roll a 50. <laughs> so, air's caught in my fucking earphones. Killing me. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, sorry about it. You move across the grass stealthily as you can, uh, getting up to very close to the halfling. As you approach, you can see that he's um, smiling, talking to the dwarf. He's like, oh, I couldn't do more. I couldn't do any more. Five, 500 per for this lot it's so it's so small you know i mean i have uh, i have special needs for this he's like i know the dwarf's like i know what you're planning you're planning to build this place up i've seen this kind of thing before where you rich guys come into a town and try to snap up all the areas to set it up for some other kind of scam you're running well you won't get me i won't take less than a thousand the halfling um looks like himself but younger um except for you're guessing that 
he now actually just looks like himself, like all the oldness on about him that you you recognize has kind of just sort of um, gone. <laughs> he he appears much more youthful. He's his head is shaved. You're guessing that's probably because he always wore a wig. Now that now that you know that, in the presence of the dragon, he was uh, obviously a very good at disguising his appearance. Uh, but man, those edges. <laughs> he uh, he says, "Fine, fine. You've twisted my arm. One thousand it is." And he begins reaching for his bag. Can I do a sense motive to pick up if there's anything off about? about him uh, hmm? that might make me think that he's not who he appears to be. Uh, sure, go ahead. And then if there's any weird magical auras coming off. All right. Uh, mm, that's only an 18 on sense motive because I rolled like garbage. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, you do not... You, he seems to be uh, engrossed in the conversation with the dude. Mm, then I stab him. But you do see a lot of magical auras coming off him. Uh, are you going to take time to investigate them before you do? Uh, no. All right. Make your attack. Uh, 22. 22. All right. 22, you appear. Your your, uh, your spear uh, thrusts, or your spear thrusts forward, and you appear as you make contact with the, um, the halfling. Uh, roll your damage. Vital striking. Yeah, vital strike. Yeah. Six, thirty-two, thirty-three, thirty-four, thirty-five. Thirty-five damage. Thirty-five damage. All right. That was terrible. <laughs> I rolled six d six, and only one of them was above a three. Ish. The um, the halfling's eyes widen as you appear. He uh, a little bit of blood comes out of his mouth as he goes, bastard, and then you see his body fade away, just rapidly, just zip out of existence. Do I not get my chance to hit him as I was waiting? Nope. Uh, Jeb, you come in, you you, let, you you basically make a strike, but there's nothing to strike against. The uh, the dwarf is utterly surprised by all of this. Um, let's talk about what you didn't see. Mm. What you didn't see was the halfling's familiar. Stand in, in a branch above the tree line, and you, you, when you look up, you see what appears to be um, a red squirrel holding uh, a bottle, which it lobs to the ground like like a person throwing a rock across the um, across a lake before it too vanishes. The bottle hurls to the ground and bashes across a, a knobbly root, cracking. You have just time to see there's a little figure inside of it, and suddenly the figure gets bigger. Let's do initiative. <laughs> hmm. I might beat the lady again. Oh, yeah. Gotta roll initiative. Let me get to my monster. We got a map for this? Uh, we don't really need one. It's an open field, but if you want one, I'll do one real quick. It helps for flanking and whatnot. Okie dokie. Give me one sec. Go ahead and roll your initiative. Edit this part down, I guess. Let's see. Albert. You want us to edit out your lack of preparation? I don't think that's happened. Maybe it is. <laughs> this thing is on its last legs. Let's get one more pitch about this computer <laughs> before the new one shows up. <laughs> yep. Oh, have you ordered the new one? Yeah, it should be here tomorrow or Ooh. Tuesday. What'd you get? 
I don't know, I'll let Jesse pick it out. Some gaming computer that has a lot of uh, RAM and a solid state hard drive. He said it'll be mo- nice. much more reactive and faster and not and not gunk up the second I open more than one window. Okay. <laughs> I'll be glad when I can low. close all the tabs for Starfinder. I'll take a moment to go smoke. All righty, give me, give me a second or two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, I'm gonna stop this. I can piece it together later. What's the what's the white thing? Mm-hmm. I don't know what that the is. The one in front of. That's my old uh, Valric token. That's that's what I thought. You can get rid oh. of that one, yeah. And the fire thing can go. Sure. And um. I don't know who this hat is either. So. <laughs> Podrick. That was Pod. Pod yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. I was Pod back. Yeah. Okay. And uh, cool. Let's do initiative. Uh, Cybot, what'd you get? 30. Uh, lady outside. 24. Zarius, is he here? It's muted. Oh. 20. 20. And Jib. Also 20. Oh. And uh, the squirrel hurls the bottle to the ground. It busted on a, a stump, a root knot. Uh, and then suddenly something grows out of it. Four tentacles emerge from the torso of this massive, misshapen creature. Above these are tooth, are a tooth-encrusted maw and a glaring red eye. At the top of the creature is a glistening black horn. It's huge. Oh. Mm, let me roll initiative for it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I have rolled a natural 20 on initiative for this monster, but... <laughs> I also rolled a natural 20. But uh, it has an initiative modifier of zero, so it still goes last. Oh. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Cybot, your first as this uh, just horrendous monstrosity emerges from the jar. Uh, okay. I am going to uh, run while I can. Uh, move 30 feet away. Uh, assuming okay. that it's flat-footed and can't attack yet, and then I drink uh, another potion. All right. Of sea invisibility, and then oh. try to look and see if they teleported away or if those guys are just invisible. That we okay. All right. Uh, so you can see invisibility. You um, yes can see, and uh, a pair of invisible creatures. They are hovering about a hundred feet in the air above where the. Um, monster is okay i'm making a point not to stare at them like i see them okay lady outside you're next this huge gross grotesque creature uh just sprouted next to a tree next to your companions or co-workers or whatever they are you said you do what about those people you see them or you don't see them i do see them but i don't make it like i'm not gonna stare at them like i see them mm-hmm. indeed Hmm. All right, so the lady outside is going to move. Uh, actually, I think she's going to stay where she's at, and um, she's going to move 30 feet towards... Yeah, 30 feet just directly towards Cybot to the right, and then... Uh, those, aren't huh? actual, those aren't really accurate places that... I'm oh, sorry. 
Uh, you guys are 150 feet away, so you guys technically are off screen. <laughs> All right, so she's going to double move um, 60 yes. feet closer. All right, then put yourself on the edge. We'll just call it there. I mean, we can do math. Uh, I don't fucking do, want to do math. <laughs> A double move will get you on the, on the map. How about that? Okay, I'll yeah. allow it. Um, Zarius is next. Oh, wait, no, actually. Jabor's Zarius is next. I, is she, I don't know. Is she close enough to, to do some sort of knowledge on it? Sure. Yeah, what kind of knowledge? Yeah. Uh, this would be, um, let me see, let me double check. This creature is a, uh, this would be a dun- knowledge dungeoneering. Oh, my worst one. <laughs> 27. 27. 27 is enough to let you know that this is a tentacled horror. Huge aberration. Tentacled horror? Yep. Uh, a huge aberration with an aura of insanity. Um, let's see. Uh, it, it is resistant to acids, has spell resistance. Um, but the one of its two major features are it's one, it's aura of insanity. Um, let's see. But you guys might be out of the range to be affected by it. Double check. Yeah, yeah, you guys are uh, out of the range to be. You're, you're too. You know, you're probably too powerful to be affected by its aura of insanity. Its other um, major ability is its horn. Um, the source of its power is its horn. Uh, you know that if its horn is removed, it loses its regeneration, which it also has, and suffers some uh, stat hits. You say too powerful. To be, yeah, you guys are probably too powerful to be affected by its aura of insanity. All right, so I share all of that information at the top of my lungs so that everyone can hear it. <laughs> all right, and that's right. my turn. Okay, uh, Zarius, what do you? Oh, sorry, Jeb or Zarius, who's got the better initiative? I got a I plus five. All right, Jeb, it is. Well, since I am there, I'm going to hit it. Natural 20. 30 nice. 30, 30. 33 with flanking. Is hit. it subject to flanking? You're not flanking. It's flat-footed, though. Oh, it is flat-footed to me. I am invisible. That's true. And it hadn't gone yet, so... That, too. Is right, it subject so... to sneak attack? Yes, it is. Um, let's see what your, your thing is. You're using a piercing weapon, correct? Yes. Rapier. Rapier. Plus one rapier. No, that doesn't make sense. I'm not like... <laughs> that one has to do with gear. No. Why well, stop using the cards? <laughs> yeah, how often are they actually applicable? Well, that's the thing. Like, they're mostly applicable to humanoid opponents. opponents mm-hmm. And like against actual monsters, they are real touch and go. <laughs> But I'll give it one more go before I just make one up. Decapitation? No, it doesn't have a head. <laughs> it's just a huge... If the creature you're fighting happens to have a ball... <laughs> Decapitates the horn. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I didn't draw that. Let's see. Uh, okay, here you go. <laughs> um, leg wound, double damage, and target land speed is halved for 1d4 rounds. Dope. All right. So that's 
34 damage. 34? It is going to start bleeding if it is subject to bleed. It takes five bleed on its turn. And I'm going to make it disoriented. It's going to take a minus two on its attack rolls. All right, it is disorientated. And it is your Gozarius. All right. Mm, I cast a shooting oh, star wait, wait. at it. Um, I get another attack too, don't I? Oh yeah, you didn't, you didn't charge, so yeah. I didn't charge in. Um, does the 16 hit it? It does not. Okay. Okay, that's cool. Gozarius. <laughs> I cast shooting star at it. Does that have a um, spell resistance? Yes, it does. I roll it. I rolled an 18 plus my level. You're fine. Okay. And damage is 46 bludgeoning and 46 fire damage. Oh, 4d6. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Roll them. Weirdly right. enough, this actually, this actually will matter. Uh, that is 14 bludgeoning damage. Okay. Holy crap. And that is 23 fire damage. 23 fire nice. damage. Jesus. Okay. Any other moves or... Yeah, and then anything? I will move 30 feet forward. Okay. All right. So the creatures go. Um, since you used a fire spell, the cut off, its regeneration cuts off, so it actually takes five points of bleed. Nope. And then we do its uh, turn. You're the only person next to it that it can see. So it turns its uh, dubious tensions towards you. It has minus two to attack, correct? Yes. Uh, okay. Minus four against me, I'm pretty sure. So minus two on attack penalties. In addition, the target takes a minus two on attack against me yes so minus four against me minus two against everybody else all right all right the creature's uh tentacles and the uh, maw snaps bites lashing out at you um let's see um definite miss definite miss uh this 25 gets you this does all right so two hits a tentacle and the maw attack get you out of the five that that come Slashing your way, you jump, you don't, you jump, you dodge, you dive, you duck out of the way of the um the previous hits, but the last two are just too swift and land on you. Uh, I need you to make a grapple check as the tentacles tightens up at, around you as it hits. You mean it needs to make a grapple check against my CMD? Yes, I'm sorry, I'm dumb. <laughs> I was thinking of the other way around. Um, I mean, I'll roll it. <laughs> does 24 get you or 34 hit your CMD? Yep. Easily. Oh, you were grabbed, so let's do the damage. Um, all right, so uh, between the between the, the the bite and the tentacle, you take 32 points of damage. All right, 32, ouch. 32 ouch points, got it. 32 ouchies, top of the round, Cybot. Um, the... You said they were how far above that tree that we're fighting? Uh, 50, about 50, uh, 50 feet above the tree. So, Ring of the Osprey gives me a... Uh, it gives me a fast speed of 30. Okay. 
so 30 would get me back up there and then 30 feet uh the 50 feet so i couldn't charge even if i could fly from here with the 30 foot fly speed so are they still in the same spot yeah that move that you that you see you you can out the corner of your eye you can see they're doing something you're guessing he's probably taking some potions i'm going to move how far is this thing's reach uh, its reach seems pretty far. Let me double check though. Uh, yeah, it just has a 15 foot reach. It has a pretty long reach. All right. So 5, 10, 15, 20. What's my. What are my daredevil boots give me? Okay. So I think I can move up. It will provoke, but I've got enough with my daredevil boots to where I can move up a little and then acrobatics the rest of my movement. Okay. To try and overcome his CMD. All right. So he doesn't, so I don't provoke. Uh, I'm assuming his CMD is stupidly high, but I'm going to try it anyway. Okay. I mean, I'm at a plus 19, so. Yeah, you have a good, you have a good chance. Here's hoping. Uh, 31. Yeah, beat it by one. <laughs> Word. So yeah, I'm 5, 10, 15, I have to be here. So I'm within 10 and I will vital strike it. All right. <laughs> I don't know. So 24, 25, because I did that acrobatics thing, I think. It gives me just a plus one, 25. And I'm flanking now with homeboy, so. 27. 27 to hit, definitely. To hit, okay. Cool, cool, cool. I don't know, can you flank with somebody who's grappled? <laughs> oh, wait, is he grappled? Yeah, he is grappled. What uh, weapon are you using? The tentacles. No, I mean, Jeb. A light one-handed piercing weapon. So, so yes, I'm still so threatening. Still, so then he still threatens, yeah. Oh, okay, all right. I'll allow it. <laughs> the rules allow it, sir. I am the rules. Drunk with power. So 30, 30 damage from my spear. Plus 30. All right. Let's see. That brings us to Lady Outside. Lady Outside, what are you doing? What are you doing? Well, what are you doing? Sorry, I was muted. I'm double moving <laughs> 60 feet, so I'm within 30 feet of it now. I was like, she normally makes a lot of hums and haws when she's thinking. <laughs> this must be a real serious turn if that's not even happening. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, you double move. Double move. All right. There you go. You're close to it. Um, we're at uh, Jeb. You grappled. But still. Still. Flanking. Yeah. Grappled and flanking. Um, can I make a roll to determine if I'm going to take more damage if I'm still grappled? Um, it, do you have dungeoneering? I do. Okay, roll it. Natural 19 plus 7, 26, 25. Okay. Plus six. Uh, you're guessing, yeah, you can feel the, uh, you can feel this thing's tentacles, uh, periodically tightening and loosening you're guessing it's going to start squeezing you as you um if you stay in if you stay in its coils how hurt does it look does it look like we did some solid damage to it or uh, does it look got, like it's still you guys have been tearing it up <laughs> it and it is, took five it took its five bleed 
uh, the last round, but you can see that uh, its regeneration is already reactivating after the, the burn. Okay. Um, we're still flanking it. Yeah, and it did that much damage to me last time. I need to get away. I need to get away. But if I just try to get away, that's all I'm going to do. If I try to kill it, I might kill it. <laughs> all right, I'm going to kill it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to attempt to kill it. First day, I need to put on grapple. Um, <laughs> sorry. <sighs> Fuck it. 21. 21, so close, but no, 22 is the AC. 23 because I'm flanking. Okay, well then, yeah. <laughs> Boom. Then, yeah, you get it. Oh, so close. Five and six. Oh, yes, thank you. Please and thank you. 20, uh, four, 28. Yep. 28 damage. 28 damage plus 28. And it is going to take another five bleed, and it is again going to take that minus two penalty to its, it's AC this round. AC, all right. Uh, then we're on to Zarius. So I get another attack. No. <laughs> I might get a natural 20. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> I didn't. Okay, what'd you get? Six. All right, Sheesh. Okay, does a 28 hit? A 28 will hit, yes, definitely. Okay, and spell resistance is 22. That will get it. Um, I'm shooting another shooting star at it. All right. Okay, that's a 12 um, bludgeoning damage. Okay. And 17 fire damage. Let me do a little math here. This is 16. Oof. All right. Um, your blow uh, finishes the creature off, or rather sends it to the ground. Um, Jeb, you become you come loose as the tentacle slackens, as the thing collapses over on its side. Excellent. Not dead, but unconscious. Let's see. Uh, let's see. It's turn. It is unconscious and bleeds five. Uh because it is still, its regeneration is still cut off. Um, and get to the map here. All right, cool. Um, Zarius, I need you to make a will save. Suddenly the halfling appears fl uh, the, uh, flying over the, the battlefield. He casts a spell targeting Zarius. Zarius, will save. 22. 22, all right. Um, you feel yourself get a little drowsy, but the deep slumber spell he cast at you was not mm -hmm. strong enough to put you down. Uh, let's see. Top of the round. Cybot. The halfling's visible, but the other invisible figure, I'm assuming, was his familiar? Yeah. And a, it's charge perched, is, a charge is familiar. It's perched on his shoulder, basically. Yeah. Um, I use my Ring of the Osprey as a swift action to get a fly speed. And I will charge uh, okay. and, and, and target the uh, the invisible familiar. All right. Weird, but okay. Uh, your attack. 
Fuck your pet, man. Uh, that's a two on the die, but that still gives me a 20. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. Okay. <laughs> Yay, charging. Uh, I had to swift action to use the ring, so I can't switch my studied target to him. And I can't vital strike as I charged, but I can still just stab him. Uh, uh, 16 damage. 16 damage. All right. You uh, savagely cut into the familiar. It lets out a horrifying squeak. The poor little red squirrel that you were attacking with a big spear. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the thing about squirrel is, is they don't taste gamey if you brine them in a salt bath overnight. Sure, <laughs> go lady outside. <laughs> mm. It's good to know, actually. Yeah. So this thing is down, but it still needs to be fired to make it so it doesn't regenerate? Is that what I'm... Uh, basically, the way regeneration works, and, and I have to look this up a lot, too. So um, regeneration is cut off for a round if it takes fire damage in in a round. It had just taken fire damage when, on, when it went down. So the regeneration is cut off. Therefore, it just needs a killing blow. Alrighty then. Well, then I'll use the stone discus that I that I had rolled, and I hit it twice because right. uh, twenty six and twenty one with its okay. lowered AC, right? Definitely, yes. Um, I can't remember forty six per. Yeah, well, that's right. Uh, first time around is eleven. Second time around is really shitty with uh, five. Oh. 11, five, that's all right. Your, um, your discus, your discus, your disc guy, I don't know. <laughs> swoop, across, <laughs> swoop across the field, arcing down into the, the downed body of the tentacled horror. You hear them give a chump, chump noise as they sink into the creature's um, repulsive flesh. Uh, hitting some sort of vital spot. There's a crap. There's a a sound like um, a balloon bursting and bones snapping as the creature finally gives up the ghost. Its regeneration cut down. Its body left to rot in the sun. Um, we're at. Um, where is the where is the guy now? Oh, sorry. I better put a token up there. Not visible. Let's go with uh, let's go with some money bag here. Money bags. There you go. So, but he's still up in the air. Yeah, just, uh, yeah. Put yourself by him, uh, Tucker. There you go. He's still up in the air. Yeah, he's still he's still flying. Okay. Um. In that case, I will move. Uh. Thirty feet, and that's my turn. <laughs> Jeb. Right, the creature is dead in front of me. It is not regenerizing. Nope. <laughs> regenerizing. We're doing all kind of great pronunciation tonight. <laughs> the uh, the money bags, how far away is he from me? Uh, 60 feet up. I'll charge him. With my wings. Yeah. <laughs> flippity, 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 flippity. Quick flies. Zah! 
I don't think that's gonna hit. Um, 16, 18. Does an Eight. 18 hit him? Let me double check that I see. It does. It does. It just does. <laughs> then I get sneak attack on a charge. And is it plus to damage as well or just plus to hit? Just to hit. Just oh. to hit. I always forget. That is that is really bad. That is one, one, two, three, three, four. <laughs> so that's uh 10. 15, 17, 18, 19 damage. 19 damage. All right. Uh, the, cre- the the halfling lets out another gargled cry, uh, cry of pain. Let's see. Zarius, you go. All right. I will cast Glitter Dust on him. Okay. Um, I will miss both of them. Um, I will put it over to the corner of them. He has to make... So no matter what... Him and his familiar are covered with dust. Okay. So they, so they are seen. Now they have to both make a DC 17 will save to make sure they're not blinded. All right. See, uh, <laughs> they're both blind. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Roll a three and a five. Awesome. <laughs> All right. And I will move 30 foot closer. I really okay. love it when our enemies are helpless. Is that what does that say about me? <laughs> you're good at role playing, or you're secretly a sociopath? I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, is it a secretly, secret, yeah, I don't know if secret is right. Yeah. Oh my! Oh God! All his spells are so are just. Oh man, they're like things you have to look at people. Ah! Chef <laughs> so just went all Arsenio Hall over there. <laughs> most, most of my most of my attack spells are illusions and enchantments. Ah, let's see. Oh, I miss Valric. Let's see. Um, yeah, More I got handy because of handy. Mm. <laughs> uh, damn it! All right. Um, we, he will we really should have called handy hand job. <laughs> and, and, gave him, and gave him a little top hat that he could throw. We tried. Try. <laughs> I tried to make that joke. Shoot. All right, he tries. He t- he um he attempts a acrobatics to get away from you guys with via flying, flying acrobatic. I guess it would be a fly check actually instead of acrobatics. Yeah. But okay, so he attempts a fly check to get past your CMDs. What are your CMDs, guys? Uh, I am twenty roll. I, I'm telling you, I'm asking you to fucking what the DC. There you go. What'd you get? What do you have? 24. Tell her. Oh, 22. Right, yeah, I mean, you're both. Okay, so he doesn't make either of those. He attempts, he attempts to basically do some fancy flying and does not. All right, then I'm going to attack him twice. All right. Nice. My fortuitous my of spear. Opportunity. It's a uh, 26 and. Mm, that next one probably doesn't get it. Uh, 16. Um, the, you're right. The second one does not get it. First one does. You saw my reaction. Take a guess. Natural 20. Nice. <laughs> well, I did 20 oh, yeah, damage. Gotcha. All right, 20 damage. You want to take your attack too? Yeah. Natural 20. Yeah, oh, okay. Confirm. Forgot. You don't have to confirm a natural 20? Oh, well, good, because that was a natural one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, you do have to confirm a natural 20. My guy lives. 
you're, you're shot with your sword just was close enough to, to blow the glitter dust out of its eyeballs and he can see again. <laughs> oh, well, man. Too bad that's you're using your cards. You could have done that. Uh, double damage and targets cannot move. Oh. <laughs> He's nailed in places, but it's <laughs> nailed to the damn sky. Uh, but just under it, I don't know if you can see that, if you were using slashing weapons. My favorite one, but not used against me. Is decapitation. Oh. <laughs> it's a slashing but, uh, rapier. 30. 30 30. Damage. 30 damage. All right, yes. You both basically skewer him crossways. You can feel your 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 spear tip and um your your blades touching as they cross within the the, the halfling there in, in midair. He lets out a garbled cry of pain and curses you uh, as he as the life slowly drains from his body. And then you see his body uh, begin to sort of like flake and uh fall apart. It begins to like just crumble into dust and ash there in midair. Okay, so he's dead, dead. The bleed doesn't matter. The bleed does not matter. <laughs> All right, cool. He was well, well, well below constitution after your hit. <laughs> In fact, he only had two hit points after Toker's hit. Ain't no kill like overkill. That's mm -hmm. true. And the squirrel falls to its death. And the squirrel tries to fly away, but You've already used your tax of opportunity. So. I've got multiple. I attack. Well, go ahead. Go attack the, attack the squirrel then. <laughs> I do not have combat reflexes. Let's come back for revenge. 19? 19 um, will hit the squirrel. Hey, fuck you, squirrel. <laughs> uh, that's uh, 19 damage. All right, the squirrel, you, 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 as the squirrel attempts to fly away, you jab it with your spear. Um, much like the gnome, it crumbles to dust, but in a much faster, funnier way, with a poof. <laughs> you know, squirrels squirrels die when you mate when they mate. More what? fun facts about animals with freaks. <laughs> yeah, every time squirrels mate, they die. At least all the ones I fucked did. Ah, uh, oh Jesus, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Why? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. That's more of a campfire joke, not a middle yeah. of your podcast joke. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's do that squirrel and duct tape joke while we're at it. No. <laughs> so, so Terrence, I walk over to that uh, horror and okay. chop its horn off. Okay. And keep hold of it because that sounds like that'd be making into a cool um, play horn. All right. The um the the dwarf who just witnessed all this is just shaken. He's basically hugging the tree. His eyes are bugging out. He's terrified. He's been driven insane by the aura of the um of the thing. <laughs> you hear you hear the, the 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 dwarf noisomely go in his pants as he begins to eat clods of dirt there in the field. Well, there's well, nothing we can do for him. <laughs> The lady just pouts because she didn't get to lightning bolt the guy. <laughs> Does the is the insanity permanent? I believe it is. Yes, it takes much. a lot to get rid of it. So it needs a restoration, greater restoration, miracle, or wish to get rid. Of <laughs> no need to kill this guy then. No, we'll just rob pretty... him and leave. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Uh, he begins to uh, he, he swings on you feebly when you when you try when you try to grab his purse, but eventually he just, then he just stops and stares. Yeah, actually, we'll look for the will that he was going about to sell this to the halfling. All right. Or the uh, uh, estate. It's not much effort to grapple this pretty low-level guy, uh, dwarf guy, down to the ground and take off take off anything of of value to him. So yeah, you find some paperwork on him about selling the estate and whatnot, and um, he's got a, a purse of gold for two hundred and fifty gold pieces within it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Run, run over and catch all the uh, gear that should be flying down from the sky from the halflings. Okay. <laughs> Leave it all turned to dust because we got all that treasure already. It turned to dust because we got all that treasure last <laughs> session. <laughs> treasure we can't use yet because you keep taking away our downtime. Mm, don't worry, you're about to have it. But yeah, you've uh, you've you've gotten your revenge, and <laughs> you've also gotten got away with it without any uh, reliable witnesses. <laughs> and and. Does my little uh, um, scale on my hand change? Does it feel like uh, the spirit that possesses it is feels better now? That has gotten yeah. revenge. Yeah, you feel um, you feel a weight kind of lift from yourself. You've been you've been in a very dark mood of late, Zarius, as if as if um, something was basically just filling up every portion of your mind but now it just sort of washes away like 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 a sip of strong alcohol it fills your body with warmth uh, like like a like your favorite drought of liquor it also kind of you also feel a little like an ache has been relieved as well and and you feel like your body is um shaking like sometimes in your early days as as a as a fighter as in your fighting training, you would get um, the, the shakes from just excitement of, of after after a good battle or a sparring uh, session. You feel the same way again. Only this time, you see the kind of strange looks from your companions as you guys see uh, Zarius' skin sort of quickly oscillate between its normal color and a and a dingy gray black, turning into pure black. You see his teeth lengthen for a moment and then go back to normal. And then you see the, the, the back of his, his clothing also begin to swell and then retreat, retract. That is a dragon, kill him. <laughs> and then I, wings explode from the back of his um, shirt. His, uh, the, one, of his, one of his armor plates just flies off the back. Uh, his, his basically hard scales cover his whole body, his hands, his face elongates to something more draconic and he gets bigger. Physically bigger. Holy shit, he is a dragon. <clears throat> and I'm doing that as I'm going over to dance in underneath the ash that's falling from the sky as I dance a jig in joy. Okay. From <laughs> uh yes, Zarius has basically erupted into a half dragon. Um acid drips from his lips as he smiles and uh there in the field. And you're starting to, tr uh, you, you feel like you might be starting to attract a little attention after all the, the noise and the screaming. I leave. <laughs> hey, hey there, big guy. I think it may be time for us to get out of here. What'd you say? Uh, in a scene. Zarius? I still got a hat of disguise. All right. You adjust <laughs> I just your hat. Like a, a large version of me. <laughs> yeah, you adjust your hat of disguise. 
the skies back down and you you it it feebly disguises your form but to roughly the way it was and yeah, you guys it might be to, time to teleport back to the head for the hills again to get out of sight once you're all together teleporting back to your base is no problem doodle-loop, doodle-loop, doodle-loop. oh wait oh well we got okay yeah and then we'll get with pod later about his share all right the um <laughs> once you once you guys get back Actually, to the base I will. okay once you guys get back to the base uh you can see as Zarius doffs his hat the his scales are kind of retracting into his skin his face is returning to its normal shape and the wings are uh retracting into his body with a sort of a gruesome noise but he is returning back to his normal self well jeb is uh, not one to point out somebody's um body morphing well that was peculiar <laughs> all right so yeah uh, so you're gonna have, you're probably gonna have to make an extra character sheet on this but uh once per day from now on you can take the form of a half dragon for okay. uh 10 minutes consecutive okay. 10 minutes hmm? does it have to be consecutive um yeah no no nah they don't have to be consecutive so, so basically okay. 10 times a day no well, no let's let's no. make them consecutive yeah that, that 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 would be too too busted I'm afraid. Mm. so yeah, yeah. What? No, Sorry. Won't. I, I yeah. swear. I mean, you can won't. use like five minutes of dragon form and then five minutes later. All right, all right. Okay. You can't do it more than twice per day, but 10 minutes is your maximum. How about that? Twice okay. per day or 10 minutes? I like it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> good, good, minutes. good. But this is basically, it means you have fully claimed your heritage here. The this... everything, everything in the, um, the dragon's lair now responds to your, your whim. Did you just give serious a breath weapon? Yeah. Acid. Dope. <laughs> Not all day long, but yeah. No, no you still get you're still in the normal limits, so half dragons only yeah. get one breath weapon a, a day. So. Okay. Still dope. So I will uh we'll look through the halfling stuff, so just to just to see. Like cause he had a bag of holding, I'm assuming. Uh, he had um a bag. It's not of holding. Uh, it's, okay. just a, it's just a bag. I assume he had a portable hole. I assume <laughs> he had a portable hole and a walking uh, bureau with uh, a doorway to Narnia. He had a, a yes. carpet of flying. <laughs> On each foot, he, he, had, he made carpets of wishes. Two, two carpets of flying sewn into hammer pants. <laughs> So they just swell up and fly you anyway. <laughs> I mean, that just makes sense. Why would you not have that? Rocker. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So, but from here on, you guys can go about your uh, arduous task of doing downtime activities, which we talked about uh, the other week. You have a lot of magic items to to build. You have a lot of things to buy. You have a lot of renovations to do here in your lair. And we'll talk about that next week. Before we go. Sure. I've had this on my brain and I thought about writing it down and then I thought, no, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just spew of consciousness this. Spew of consciousness. That sounds over our, go ahead. Over our downtime. Uh, actually, this takes place uh, a fairly while ago. Outside a small know-nothing town when... Valric and the others just slayed a bunch of werewolves and he reluctantly let Handy go 
into the town to wreak havoc until he died. Well, Handy got distracted in his mayhem. You can see the town on fire in the background as a young 10-year-old child who is bloodied and bruised is running for his life through the woods and hot on his heels is Handy. And the kids running towards this old cabin that him and his friends had played at from time to time, but they were told never to go out there. And this is the night he knows why, because that old cabin was an old hunter's resort. And the young child steps into a bear trap, uh, the pit trap, not like the, the clamp your leg trap, yeah. but a hole falls out. He survives, but only briefly, because Handy falls right in behind him and kills him. But then lots of time passes and Handy is stuck in this hole until a shadowy figure shows up and reunites with Handy. The new infernal powered Valric (laughs) releases Handy from his captured hole and they go off on their own adventure. I just had that story in my head for a while and I was like, they need to be reunited. So adventures of infernal Valric and Handy. (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah. Reunited and it feels so, so good. good. <laughs> Reunited and it's understood. understood. <laughs> You're a dead hand and I'm going to do stuff to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. All right. See you next week, everyone. Oh, yeah. So uh, this has been a Raiders of the Lark, a homebrew detritus production. If you'd like to see more of our stuff you can go to homebrewdetritus.com you should type in some w's before you go to that website so you find it easier i've been told by terrence repeatedly no, i never told that no. um if you would like to hear more episodes of this show earlier you can uh, sign up for our patreon and jump ahead like 19 episodes uh, loads of glorious content and we've got, some other, we've got some other stuff on there too and then <laughs> check out our YouTube for our main shows and our RPG revolvers and cartoons when they happen and thank you so much for listening Good night. thanks Good night. for coming boop, out boop, boop. like boop, a bucket boopy. Duke.